All right, well, technically, we're waiting on staff to start the podcast. I mean, it's hit, it is. It I was waiting for the conversation to be good, but I'm good. You, you could have been Honestly. like, hey, yo, niggas, without saying the N-word, <laughs> I'm about to start the podcast. And then I was like, all right, bet. It would have been Nidra. It would have been like, hey, Seb, just straight to his face. I wouldn't even realize. I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. We good, though, because you know Seb. He was like, yeah, I'm like, all right, but I wouldn't that's do it hard. Right. I, 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 I would have been scared. You're not getting it because it's Seb. And like, I know how, like, it, 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 it would have been a quick like jab. Like, like, like the uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight. They were just throwing a little jab. It wouldn't have been nothing crazy. No, I wouldn't like, oh, shit, my bad. But you know what you said. And then we just would have all about it. to another edition of the otaku collective podcast my name is seth today i have with me the boys zoe and josh how are y'all doing today good man what's up people today's episode is about relationships and <laughs> particularly anime relationships ones that we find okay. good whether it's uh a Maybe actual relationship, relationship or bromances that's, that's today, we, we open Did, wait, wait a minute. Do you do you even read? Do you read, what? sir? Me? Bro, just what, just, what you read? Bro, you, you just what you read? Right now, I know that. But you guys don't think you know that because every time you talk about manga on the podcast, you say I don't really be reading for real. So I'm trying to get the, I'm, I'm trying to get engagement. I'm trying to become more, you know, in in tune. Right, so, so talk to the people about what you about to start reading, bro. Engagement. Oh, Come on, man. Oh yeah, cause we did say we were gonna start with what yep. we all got going on. Yep. So you feel right. me? So um, hey, I caught up on. Let's see, I caught up on Meyer Academy. Finally finished that. Um, okay. You know, One Piece been holding that one up. That's been getting crazy. Um, what's the other one? I I started on God of High School. Thanks to my boy Josh. Started yeah. on that one too. Um, the webtoons, you know, something a little different. Um, we got Jujutsu Kaisen, you know what I'm saying? I started reading on that one last night. 
And there's another one. Oh, Black Clover. That's natural, though. But everyone, you know, yep. for all my real fans, you know Black Clover. If you really, we can't wait that long. <laughs> Once you've committed to something like this, you can't wait for the anime to come back. That shit might be like Hunter Hunter. <laughs> so we just got to stick yeah. with the manga because we know. Um, but yeah, those are my four. Um, I've read manga in my past, but, you know, I was in, I was high school, probably wasn't even caring. I was just reading just to read the type shit. So now when I'm reading, it's more like I visualize it as an anime. Or I, I be like when I was reading manga as a kid growing up, I never visualized it as an anime. I just thought looked at it as a comic book. But now I can read a, a manga and visualize it, me watching it. It does something to me. I'm a visual person. So yeah, man. So I just wanted to make that clear. Like, so if any of y'all got any manga y'all read, you want to bring up those relationships in here? Yeah, let's do that too. We got to start being a little more inclusive. You feel me? We all talk through, don't mean we just watch anime, it means we're part of a culture. So, yeah, um, been doing that, been reading those, um, as far as watching, um, watching Reincarnation of Slime, just finished season one, um, Fine. I'm gonna share my opinion, um, like I shared with Seth, the first half, amazing, the first half of season one. I was there. Even when I watched those first two episodes with you, Seth, I was there. Because, like, just everything that was going on and how he was handling the situation yep. perfect, to the T. All the way up to the to the end, to the end of the first half. It's the second half that blew me a little bit just because of the power scale. Like, I was so ready for that <clears throat> giant motherfucker, I can't think of his name, the flying beast to come in and we have to handle this. And we did. Don't get me wrong. We was fighting it all day. But I know what you're talking about, yeah. Come, yeah, but for this demon lord to just come in and do Me a on. move and it's over, yeah, that kind of, I knew she's powerful, and I know the power scale, we got to see how powerful demon lords are, but I, it kind of annoyed me because I was like, bruh, so you telling me we did all, like, I don't know, moments like that, done, like redundant moments, like duh moments, it, it annoys me a little bit in anime because, you feel me, I feel like we just got teased just to be given a flat soda. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Whenever it comes to, like, demonstrating a good power system, like, installing a structure in of a power system into a season one of a show, did, like, Dragon Ball Z not do that? Um, well, we gotta go back to Dragon Ball. So you gotta remember, this is, like, the beginning of a show, so yeah. we're gonna compare. We're gonna compare flying. We go compare it to Dragon Ball. Um, we the like like Josh said, the power scale of Dragon Ball Z got fucked up over time. Yeah, it legit was just martial artists who were able to conjure up spirit like key energy. Um, mm-hmm. some people could, some people couldn't. Um, Goku's main thing he was fighting was robots, so. The only thing we could really compare his power to was like a giant robot and, you know, how hard a robot is, the metal and all of that. But so if we're going to compare the two, like, OK, so going back to slime, they had to take on this giant flying thing that was very powerful, very hard. Like it could regenerate. Goku and them never took on, as far as I know, remember in the beginning, like not until we got to Android, when we were just taking on the Red Ribbon Army and robots and different enemies like that no one could regenerate so when you hear about an enemy that can regenerate you expect that enemy to be a little tougher at least 
If he already got tough skin and he can regenerate super, like they said, ultra speed regeneration, um, I don't expect him to be taken out in one move. I expect, and even if he is taken out in one move, let's say he did, it shouldn't be done with one hand because now you're telling me, okay, she can destroy something like that with one hand. We can't, there's no way Rimuru or anyone's going to be able to touch her or any of the demon lords if they can take out something like that that had ultra speed regeneration with one hand. Yep, you, like that you of, haven't seen the half of it yet, which is the funny part. Yeah, that's the crazy thing, but like just going off season one, it's like we put these <clears> demon lords at god level. And I thought, I mean, they are called demon lords, so I'm not going to act like they shouldn't be all powerful, but we was all, even the girl was like, she's, I think, she's lived again? for like close to a thousand years, if not longer though, too, though. Okay, see, because see, I thought she was only maybe 100, 200 years old, something like no, that. No, no, she is the, like, original Demon Lord. Really? Yes, she is, oh, she so is the original oh, Demon Lord ooh. before the other Demon Lords came into existence. It was her. So, so the dude who be wearing the suit and looking all like he's the real bad guy, he's just the one that came after. He is a bad guy, yes. But he is also, like, he is a bad guy, yes, but his power level, and you'll see in time and second episode and stuff like that, he's just a demon lord, right? And they'll reference it, right? They reference it in, in, in season one, if you pay attention, they reference her as a true demon lord, right? They did. They were. They did. But I just thought when they mentioned true demon, demon lords Lord, are more powerful than regular demon lords. So that power, you won't see that from all the demon lords in that show. Okay, so she's so technically what you're slick telling me is she's the most powerful demon lord. The other ones may be smarter, but she's more powerful. There are other true demon lords, or are there? I don't remember if there. I don't think there are. So she's the she's the most powerful demon lord, basically. Yes, but all demon lords are arrogant and will want to test their power and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. See, that's what I can. But if you're telling me she's the most powerful, she's see, that, that she she's bit. actually not the most powerful. There is one other true demon lord that I'm thinking of. That's At least a little more powerful, maybe two. Yes, so one two, one two, one two, that two. I think that was actually around before her. Now that I'm thinking back, because I haven't read the light novels yet, I'm going to go back and read the light novels, but was around before her as far as demon lord status goes i believe okay all right well like i said i guess beside that the second half got more political even though there's a mission to it and i'm not saying i ain't, i enjoyed the season finale that was amazing i love seeing what people that like senseis and people that train people what they were able to do in their prime so the season finale was off the richter scale I ain't even gonna lie. Because when I didn't see Rimuru, I was like, what the hell is this? Did I pick the right episode? And I did. It just was the season finale. Um, so I'm excited for season two. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Um, um, I'm probably gonna take like a couple day break because they just came out with a couple new more episodes of the One Piece dub. And as a true One Piece fan, I've been following with it. Um, they just got out of Dressrosa. Josh, the dub is finally out of Dressrosa. So, you know, we're getting there. We're about to be in whole cake. Anyway. We're about to be in whole cake. The dub. You got to hear Big Mom's voice, the dub, real soon, man. 
I'm excited because then we're gonna get the Kaido's voice dub. I really wonder who they're gonna get Kaido to voice like to voice Kaido. I really wonder what Kaido's voice gonna sound like dub because the voice actor who did it in the original, you know, when he was like on after like when he fell from Sky Island, he only talked for like a couple seconds, and that was years ago. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna find a new voice actor. Because they already found some new voice actors for these characters that they're redubbing, that they're dubbing, keeping the dub going. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited where One Piece is going in the dub. I know we don't have a lot of dub fans out there, but I mean, as a person that would love to get into voice acting, I respect all of my um, voice actors out there. Appreciate y'all for voicing our characters. Um, so I'm gonna do that. Golden Slime too, and I guess Attack on Titan's coming soon. So. Might finish watching those movies, you know, just to get a little refresher before I come back. Um, I don't think Josh will be watching, but, you know, that's nothing new. Hell no. <laughs> you know why. I really they wish know you'd why. I really wish you'd watch no. the Mugen Train on it, though. No. It's been pretty interesting. It's I been just actually- watched the movie. Fuck Again. The movie. This is the show. This has been deep. No, because you know, it's, it's just like Super. It gets deeper. I don't like Super. Ah, damn, that, that's, that that's the point, though. I don't like Super. Alright, well, then never you, mind. You know how I feel about regular DBZ. I know, but maybe I thought you at least dabbled in Super. Maybe like gave I've seen all of Super. It doesn't mean I like it. Alright, that's fair. Alright, well, that's cool. That's fair. Um, But yeah, I think yeah, anyone should one piece. I think that's about everything for me right now. I got another friend who recommended shout out my boy Vin. he wants me to check out future diary um i think i said i'll do that check that out after i finish line um i'll do too much but you always say good luck uh future diary thing is though you'll find out oh okay well yeah i'll be seeing y'all future diary fans soon um oh and last but not least juju kaisen movie coming out soon you know, when you sent me that picture, Josh, from when I was about to start the anime, I did when I done the manga, I didn't know that Zero is because this happened before the start right. of the show. So will we have um UG in it? Will he not uh, be in this? I could because I looked at the you. cover and I didn't see UG on the cover. Yeah, I, I have no info about Zero. But um oh, what well, what I was referring to, uh Everyone is there's a Reddit thread where uh, it compares season one of Jujutsu Kaisen to the manga, and uh, Zero is before the start of the manga, and so when that comes out, you'll be able to align it because uh, I think there are some there are some chapters before the series starts that talk about what happens in Zero. And uh, I haven't really paid too much attention to the Jujutsu Kaisen uh, manga, so I don't know for sure. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what he's speaking on. It's, re- it's a very cool Reddit thread. So, you know, go yeah, on Reddit and well, check that out. In the last episode, you kind of acted like you did know what was going on in the manga. So that's even... Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I read it, right? But I, I, did, I, don't, I don't know what's going on zero-wise because I started at chapter one, right? I, I, did, I didn't uh, read anything. Yeah. No, so... Jujutsu Kaisen is dope, right? But I'm, I'm looking at Jujutsu Kaisen like I look at Demon Slayer. Like, it, it's cool... But I, I feel like the hype is carrying it right now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, this, like, yeah, I, I feel like it's, yeah, I felt the same way about my hero when it first started. 
How long mm-hmm. are you going to keep saying that? We live in a time of social media. See, you were thinking of anime before social media was popular. No, no, so no, like, no, I'm not. No, no, then, then no. What do you mean? No. Like, you be saying a lot of shit no. overhyped. No, I, 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 no, no, I, I say a lot of anime are overhyped. Doesn't mean I don't like the manga. Because I, I think the Demon Slayer manga is dope. I mean, it sold 33 million copies for a reason or whatever, right? However, the animation heavily carries the show. Especially when they don't actually have powers. All this water breathing, secret technique. No, no, this he's not even using actual water with his sword. I feel like that's very misleading to people who don't, you know, pay attention to the detail. And they just like, oh, you know, the best. I saw, I saw a post the other day, and it pissed me off. It was like, who's the best water user? And it had like a couple like ninja from Naruto and stuff like that. And and guess who made the list? Guess who made the list? Tondra asked to send on that list. And I was like, that's that's not accurate. I I was like, that's that's not how that works. If anything, he's more <laughs> of a fire user for real. If anything, for real. Right. For real. Or, or you know, he's just a swordsman because the techniques are just a representation of what like what the sword style is about. Yeah, yeah no, none none of them have powers. That that's that's literally just for flair and effect. Well, what about on um, the girl who does the poison? She has poison on her sword, so it's not powers, but it's, you know, it's the... Yeah, but Brett's not making water out of nowhere. That's my point. So we're saying, just real quick, I ain't going to stay on this too long. So you're saying Rengoku, Renge- Rengoku, sorry, I apologize, everyone. A little throat issue. Rengoku didn't really have fun. <clears throat> Is that what you're telling me? Watch the show again. Watch I'm just saying, bro. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. You see how I put you? I, I did put you on the spot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm just saying, if anybody had something, Rengoku had I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Cause, okay. I'm like, 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 the swords are special, right? But the, but the whole, like, oh, his sword's covered in water is literally CGI. Yeah, I can't disagree. It's like because because oh, it's they're breathing, and so they need to affect the show that it's just not like a move. They're basically all Zoro without hockey, bro. Honestly, keeping it a buck. That's that's all they are. Zoro don't breathe. Yo, it's 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 technique. They have physical abilities, bro. They have enhanced strength. Like they they're super fast and shit like that. Right? They're like Captain America with a sword. So cool, yeah. Their physical abilities are up there, but no one's slinging water or fire or lightning around for real. Okay, all right, I got you. I did not make that, by the way. It's just breath patterns. They say it in the show. I haven't seen the show though. Yeah, he hasn't seen. Yeah, if you watch the first two episodes, they explain everything. Um, I think it's by like episode three or four. You're kind of like, oh, okay, so we got water. Okay. And I think we just flew with it. Well, for me, I flowed with it because it the 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 water for me and all the flame and all that for me doesn't really. I know it never was actual water. It just told me the kind of person who's holding the sword is. Tanjiro is is a calm, flowing river, which can get rapid, which can get crazy, but also can come back to being a river, regular river. Um, you got Zenitsu. He's lightning. Like, he's that quick. He's sleep, but he's so quick 
you might as well say he was like. And then you got my boy, um, Inosuke, you know what I'm saying? He's beast style. So really, honestly, they never really even added nothing to him other than the little blue extra for the claws. Like, he's that, always that's what I'm saying, Because we completely on topic, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, we're, we're completely, completely off of today's topic but, and everything but, like that, but I love it. But my point is, right, the whole point of the water breathing style is to flow like water and strike like a tsunami. That's dope. That's fire. I love that concept. If you could attribute that to real-life swordsmanship, that's fire. Because I always love when anime is able to tie in real-life martial arts, whether that's uh, swordsmanship or fighting style or, or spearman training or whatever, because I feel like if that's the case, fans who are really into the show can learn something from that and then use it either as a hobby or, or something that they're serious about to protect themselves with, right? Okay, because, cause, um, what is it? Gentlefist and Naruto is actually based on, like, Tai Chi or some shit like that, which is an actual martial art. It's an actual way to, or at least an actual exercise routine for you to train yourself, et cetera, et cetera. So that's dope. So people, like, do that, and then, like, oh, well, I'm Neji, and, and that allows kids... To better be able to, like, you know, be a part of the environment. I'm not saying that's bad, but for everybody to be putting these people on anime lists of the best whatever user, and I'm like, that's not how that works. That bothers me. It 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 shows. I'm not saying you don't. It shows you're uneducated because people be in the comments like defending it, right? And I'm like, that's wild, bro. And I remember I watching um. Anime House 5, right, by RDC Row. And, uh, spoiler alert, right, because it's, it's been out for a while. Okay, so so there, the cartoon ha- the cartoons show up, and, like, because it's all the cartoons that people are like, oh, these are, like, anime, like, uh, Avatar, and, like, Samurai Jack, Ben 10, and, and uh, Robin are there, too. That's irrelevant, right? But Aang, at one point, is fighting Shinra from Fire Force and Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. And I'm just, like, in my mind... Aang would solo Tanjiro for a fact, hands down whatsoever. Shamra can move at the speed of light, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna get into a death battle between Aang and Shira. But at base level, because they were at base at this point, Aang is waxing their ass. And, and, and Tanjiro yes, yes. Yeah, and Tanjiro in the anime, because cause you know, because they're all they're all they're all black, right? Or, or the majority of the crew is black. So you you know how we are when like we do extra stuff. And so the, the the person playing Tanjiro was like, Aang, you know, don't make me get on you, right? And 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 I'm just like, but you can't do anything. Like, yeah, you're super strong and you're super fast. Let him go into the Avatar state, though. What you going to do, right? I'm just like, uh, I don't know, bro. Now, now, there might be some Demon Slayer fans coming at me with, like, the specifics and the math. Like, no, bro, hang on a minute. I'm like, that's irrelevant. So I'm concerned, at base... Angus Waxen, Shinra, and Tanjiro. Point blank in the period. And again, we're off topic, but I just want to like... No, oh, that, man. I feel like it's not off topic because we're really talking about relationships between the consumer and the product. Like I, you, you, de- you definitely trying to shoehorn that in, but I'm gonna lie. <laughs> you, anyway. you stretching okay. that hole so well, you, you stretching that hole. Oh, hey, you, you, you a one-piece fan, all right. Because that's some rubber shit you stretch. 
You ain't a gummy gummy no punch. Talking trash I'm talking shit. about. Anyway, I didn't did the whole. I didn't pull my both. You balls. right. You you was your, you you sound like one of them dudes caught up in a lot trying to claim their girlfriend when they've been at all night. Anyway, <laughs> technically speaking of relationships, Seth, what what have you been watching and reading so we can get to the main topic sooner? Because we're going to be here all day. It's already been like 20 minutes. I know it. I can't wait to play this at back. Least, at what least have you been watching minutes. and reading, bro? Uh, yeah, what you been watching and reading, dog? So I've been watching a bunch of seasonal. I've been really enjoying uh, probably my favorite seasonal so far has been World's Finest Assassin. Uh, it's, okay, okay. It's another isekai. But it has mm-hmm. been like very good animation wise but the story is like even better the animation is by far and away better than what i was expecting out of this show like i wasn't expect like i went into the show with extremely low expectations right and when you do that you can be you can be surprised and i was surprised by this show it goes Mm. into like assassination details and stuff like that the way that he breaks down a scene inside his head and what he's thinking in that moment he's narrating it all and what he's consuming visually and what he's expecting to come and happen like five minutes ten minutes into the future that way he always has a plan like b c d e f g or whatever right he always has a backup plan and then this was whenever he was, like, still on Earth, still a human with no superpowers or anything like that, just a normal assassin. And then he mm-hmm. gets reincarnated into this this new world, and he's tasked with killing the hero. Because the heroes, <laughs> because in this world, the hero, after the hero defeats the Demon Lord or whatever, right? This is all episode one, so it's not spoilers. Into a bad guy, yeah. yeah turns into him. a bad guy because now he's the strongest in the world, and he gets an ego about him, right? Right. And so he goes into this world. He chooses like what elements he's compatible with as he's being reincarnated. He chooses uh, what spells he wants to know off rip, right? And mm-hmm. the way that he chooses is very smart. He is a very smart character. How smart? I don't know yet, but he's up right. there in terms of like Seku level smart. Okay. Okay. In terms of okay. being like always one step ahead no matter the situation. Mhm. Because Seku died in 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 Doctor Stone and they came back. And it's like he he trusted Seku, trusted his friends that he that they would figure it out and bring him back by getting the last bit of stone off of him, right? By 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 using the rejuvenation fluid or whatever in Doctor Stone. That is a spoiler. Um but in World's Finest Assassin the way that he goes about things and he's born reborn into assassination family like they are pro assassins and i have been really like that's the number one show that i'm looking forward to every single week as it's coming out what what days it come out on um that's a really good question i think it comes out on either tuesdays or saturdays 
Um, I'm not sure what day it comes out. I just know that I watch it on uh, Wednesdays with my friend Tyler. I feel okay. I just asked just because I've been trying to find a, something to fill my Tuesdays up. It's been a hot minute since I had a faithful Tuesday anime, so I feel it. Uh, I yeah. can look it up real quick while we're talking. But yeah, all good. It's, all right. That's probably been my favorite, and as far as action wise, and then my fa- my favorite, which I was actually going to bring up relationship wise too as well, is um, Comey can't communicate. Uh, it's it's Wednesday, by the way. Okay, it's Wednesdays. It it comes out Wednesdays. Okay. Um, Comey can't communicate has been my favorite. Um. Non-action yeah. anime. It it's not it's it's not a romantic comedy. It's more of a just straight comedy slash drama. Um, uh, it's listed as a comedy romance slice of life, but there's not a whole lot of romance in it right now. Like the two main characters are like both super shy, and one of them has a uh, communication <clears throat> disorder, which is why the name of the show is "Come and Can't Communicate," and I was going to bring them up in this segment to transition to our next segment because I love their relationship. Like, Komi, the main female in it, can't really talk, like, at all, period, point blank, period. She has said, like, seven words the entire show, and we are four episodes in, right? She just can't talk. And so she communicates through writing things down and having people read them and stuff like that. But she was so shy that she couldn't even tell people that she had a communication disorder. But our main guy, Tanado, I butchered that name. But, good. but he figured it out, episode one, and because he has a slight communication disorder. And so he was – he kind of picked so up on it. Do they like quicker. each other or are they friends? They're friends. They're friends. Her goal in high school is to make 100 friends. And Whoa. <laughs> well, <laughs> she has zero. She had zero. I'm saying even when you got 20, she said 100. You could well, join the football team and still not get 100 friends. But that's a goal. Like that actually They, just they go to a large high school. A very large, prestigious high but school. Even, but you got to think, and this is over, but even over there, everyone's wearing uniforms. The the schooling's different. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of like the same. So now, how do you find who's like you? You know, we use I clothes did, to yeah, kind of yeah. figure out. Yeah. I mean, I probably had over 100 friends slash uh, acquaintances in high school. Now, they weren't the people that I hung out with on a regular day basis. But, like, if we, like, met up in the gym or whatever to play basketball, I would chop it up with them. Or if we okay. like sat at lunch table, I would chop it up with them or whatever. So right? she's trying to be cool. I ready. Okay, like be cool with a hundred people because yes. I guess when I used to say now, friends, now, I was like being deep. cool and being friends can be the same thing. Now being like really tight knit friends is a completely different story. So nope. far, the closest to that is her and Tonado. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tonado. Okay. And he. He picked up on it very quick, and it surprised her because she's went through like they just entered high school, and nobody in any of her schooling days before that has ever picked up on it. And so he became her first friend, and their relationship, the amount of trust that she puts into him and stuff like that, 
and the amount of confidence that he has been giving her over the last couple episodes has been amazing because she's finally starting to come out of her shell a little bit. Just a little bit. Just like, you can see that she has personality and stuff like that because of how well narrated it is and things like that. But in terms of talking, she just doesn't talk. And But you can see that she really wants to talk. And she finally said her first full sentence to Tanado. Uh, the, the, the first, this last episode, episode four, she finally said one full sentence to him. And that was a real, real struggle for her. And, but it's, it, it, it's growth. And she wouldn't have had that growth without him. Yeah. By the end of the season, she'll probably have a whole monologue. I'm, and that's, that's kind I'm of hoping, this, that's but it's going to be multiple seasons. It's going to be multiple seasons. I mean, she could do a lot with something like that. Can can I reference non anime on the podcast? You what? Can I reference non anime on the podcast? Yeah, of course. If you want. Yeah, okay. We, well, no, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying non anime is a free site, whatever, right? A free streaming site. Look, 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 look. To anybody that's trying to sponsor us, you know, Crunchyroll, shouts out. We, it'd be dope for the make same thing. Keep it but. Before y'all started working for them companies, y'all know what y'all was doing. Y'all was on the internet. Y'all was yeah. watching stuff. Y'all, oh, you were finna. Oh, you were finna shout out your website. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna shout out the website. I was gonna like reference it in terms of views, right? Because oh, yeah, th- yeah, this yeah. week alone, right, the yeah. one One Piece sub is number one, right? It has like five hundred thousand views yeah. or whatever, right? Now, now that is just today. That is just today. It has like, uh. Like or no, this week. This week it has five hundred thousand views. Number two is World's Finest Assassin, right? Number three is the is the One Piece dub, and number four is Comey. Comey can't communicate, oh. and Comey can't communicate isn't that far off from the One Piece dub. I'm not gonna lie to you. What you mean by ain't that far off? I, I'm assuming you see numbers views. and, and watch them. Oh, views. Yeah. Oh, so in, the dub even... Okay, okay. Well, yeah, no. I'm, that's why I said it sounds like a good show. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, you say a lot of shows that a lot of people, I'm pretty sure, be like, oh, what is that? What is that? This one actually sounds like to be non-action. And I think as a person, like on my side, I talk a lot. So The comedy aspect in it is A1. I have not laughed this hard at a show in a while. I am laughing harder in this show than I ever did in Konosuba, if I'm being honest with you. And Konosuba is a straight-up comedy. Okay. okay. I like the relationship. Um, Josh, I feel like, before you know, I took up a little of your time earlier. You yeah, got, like, yeah some, okay. Some relationship. Uh, unlike my two uh, compatriots before I started talking about relationship stuff. Oh, yeah, you're the, yeah. Old, here. You're uh, the old Yeah, because cause we're, we're, we're still talking about the intro right now. His led into his relationship, his first relationship, so luckily it worked out for Seth. But uh, I'm not really watching too much anime right now. Uh, I've, been, I've been watching a lot of, like, um, I used to say as a kid, real people shows, so I just, I just keep doing that. Like, like actual <laughs> TV. Yeah, SVU and things like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I've been watching. Um, I've been watching Station Nineteen, the uh, Grey's spinoff for the Fire Department. I've been watching uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine stuff like that. Is it but, good? Uh, uh, 
Uh, Section 19 in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes. Which, well, which one? Brooklyn Nine-Nine is straight. I've seen it because we've aired Yeah, oh, Section 19, I, I really like Section 19. And, and I hate grades, which is saying a lot. Because I don't like grades. Grades. I watch grades with my ex, and I like grades. Yeah, but, but I remember. But I really, I really do like Station Nineteen. It's, it's it's dope. Um, I've also been watching Tacoma FD, but I, I'm on um, I'm on Otaku Hip. Uh, I've been reading and watching Eden Zero, so that that's dope. I love Eden Zero. It's by uh, uh the fairy tale creator, so it's also in the same universe as a uh, Rave Tale. So you love fairy tale now, maybe? No, I just I just like the universe. <laughs> Because, cool. uh, right, right. Yeah. No, uh Ma- Mashiro states that the only reason that he doesn't draw new characters is because it's all in the same universe. It's just one god making a new reality over and over again. And I think that's hilarious. Because it, it just shows one it's smart. It, it, yeah, it's, it one shows his laziness, but two, it also really shows his creativity by just reusing the same characters over and over again with new like with new skins basically. And I think that's really interesting. Um, I've been reading a lot of webtoons lately. I just finished Dice. Dice just ended. I love Dice. It, it was really dope. Basically, the whole premise is that um, there was a kid who was uh, getting beat by his drunk dad and uh, shooting star across his path. And he was like, uh, he made a wish. And, and his wish came true because he just wanted somebody to play with. So the star was actually a dice made up of all the wishes of humankind and their desires, right? So it's called the ultimate dice. And uh, every time someone new is introduced into the world of dice, you know, they get dice and they can roll the dice. And once they use that dice, they can spend it on points for stuff. Like they can increase their looks, um, their their intelligence. They can get superpowers if they have enough dice, et cetera, et cetera. And there's this whole like uh, war between dicers and it's, it's really interesting. And I'm, I'm super excited and it I was enjoying it. But I'm glad it ended the way it did because that is really good ending. Um, I've also been reading God of High School, uh, Tower of God, and um, what else? Solo leveling, yeah. So uh, I've been reading leveling. Yeah, stuff like that. So all that, all that's been really dope. But uh, that, that's that's really it. I mean, I'm I'm still reading all my like um, manga, but again, you guys have seen my list. It's like 45 deep, so I'm not yeah. really going to get too much detail. But like Black Clover's on there, uh, Solo leveling's on there. Um, what else? There are a couple other ones. Uh, Demons and Gods is on there, and there, there are a few others. But uh, we're here to talk about relationships, right? And before I, before I get on my anime relationship tip, right, that's just to all you hoodie thieves out there, right? Give us our clothes back, bro. Okay, I've gone from owning 12 hoodies, 12 to 2. I want my hoodies back, bro. Gabby, know I want y'all. Hoodie back, Gabby. You know what hoodie I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I had to get that out. Nah, nah, I, I feel it. I don't know if she listening to the podcast. I only see she probably it's it's red, gray, and black. It was my favorite Adidas hoodie. It was my favorite one at the time, and I I, I don't even remember how she took it. I really don't even remember saying here you go. I used to give her my blue one. My blue one's still here. I'm I'm sorry. My I bad, just, y'all. You know, I, I triggered just, though. Yeah, that, you that was not my intention. <laughs> I'm right. so sorry. But, I'm sorry. But it's, a couple, it's, a, it's a couple of LSU hoodies. Sam, you know who you are. I need my stuff back. <laughs> yeah, we got to claim the name. Man, we got to call him out, bro. I'm sorry. We I got just, this platform. Because I know you listen. I need my hoodie back. You know where I live at? 
Um, yeah, no, nah, but for real, stop, stop stealing people's stuff when y'all break up. That's lame. Give me my stuff back. I feel like they take it before you break up, though. Let's be real. I mean, is he not? No. Like, right, okay, fair let's enough. Be real. All oh, right, but you when you break you. up, give us our shit back. You, you know, when you pack up that box, you're like, oh, I'm so tired of this person. I'm giving all that shit back, and then you keep the hoodie or the jersey or the sweatshirt. We, we need them back too. Yeah. I'm gonna say is a woman knows when she's about to break up with someone, so she'll start doing. Nah, nah, say, hey, hang on, because now, nah, because it's some it's some skinny dudes who date bigger girls and take their shit too. So, so I'm I'm gonna keep this universal. It's not just the women. Dudes get that shit back too. Yeah, Dang. I ain't, I ain't I judging you. It's 2021. Like a lot of people in a lot of relationships, right? I, you know, I it's free love to me. Love who you I love. So regardless love. of your gender, your creed, your orientation. Or what you identify as, give people their shit back. Tired of point blank simple. Yeah, thank I'm you. With I, I, I'm missing like three hundred dollars worth of clothes. <laughs> that, I was going through my closet the other day, bro, and I was like, more than that. If you went from a twelve to two, hoodies be expensive. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I wasn't even counting the hoodies. I'm just talking about like shirts and gym shorts and shit. If I was counting the hoodies, it's, it's about two grand. Give me my I, shit back. No cap, I did lose some boxes. Now that you're saying that out loud, there's some boxes. Hey, think, think about the I shit mean, that you give people when they with you, bro. And you just like, yeah, you know, I'll get it back later because you don't think about it. I really went through my closet. I'm mixing a bunch of Joe. That's where my anime shirts went. All I'm done. I gotta go to Walmart. Yeah. Re- yeah, I gotta go to Walmart. Re- yeah. Up on my anime shirt. Yeah, yeah. I took my anime shirts, bro. Cause I haven't got any yeah. pictures from either of y'all, and I'm like, I get all yeah. these pictures from people, and I'm like, I, I got, I got that me. one Walmart plastic Naruto Uzumaki shirt that looked like an album cover. That's it. I, I gotta watch them. I hate to say about you know, it. You know the shirt I'm talking about. Yeah, everybody got that shirt. Yeah. Give me my shit back. Anyway, uh I I want I wanna bring a toxic relationship in, into into the podcast real quick. Uh I won't I won't talk about Goku and Vegeta. Cause you, cause you know I got, I got I gotta stay hating on Dragon Ball Z. That's just what I do. But uh Goku and Vegeta is a toxic friendship and I don't think people wanna admit it. Right? So? Vegeta used to be a terrible person. It's Still one is. side of talk. It's one side of talk. Nah, because nah, Goku Goku's like, Vegeta's my Goku friend. Blah, 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 blah. That's why it's one right? sided. Goku would kill anybody. Like, real talk. I don't think people really understand. This man fused with this man. They had the same body, same mind. Like, you can't tell me when you do that. Why you think Goten and Trunks are so fucking cool? Like, Vegeta knows how Goku thinks. He knows Goku doesn't think. He knows Goku just moves and reacts and does the, the whole and point is, that. The whole point is, is that Vegeta, that Vegeta, at any opportunity, if he had a chance, would hold Goku. Oh, he, and he one knows. Tried to kill and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's messed up, bro. But the same y'all y'all trying to save the planet. And y'all trying to save the universe, and Vegeta too busy hating on the fact that he's weaker than Goku. Actually, he's like, no, nah, this is this is my no, 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 no. He let no. it go because if, if you read, if you read the Super manga, he let it go. That's why he went and trained with Whis. Had his own. He wanted special training. He didn't want to be taught the same way Goku was being taught because at this point, Vegeta's like, okay, fuck trying to pass Goku. I'm gonna make a fork in the road. They're literally both going down different okay. paths. So, so have have you, are you caught up on the manga though? Um, not the um um I stopped after Moro, so I'm not caught up on okay. the latest arc. So, so so in the so in the latest arc, right? Yeah. Vegeta and Goku are fighting the new 
villain. I don't, don't want to say dude's a villain because he's just. Uh, he's just trying to get back with his. He, he, yeah, it's, it's I, I a revenge. He's really a villain it's, a, it's a revenge trap. But we ain't, ain't gotta go too big. And anyway, and and the fight with the newest uh bad guy. We'll just say antagonist. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah. I don't think I don't think he's because it's the same thing. But the antagonist could have could have good reasons. I think dude has good reasons. Every now and then, you get one. Yeah. Okay. So the newest is antagonist, right? And, and Vegeta gets this new form, right? And the entire time, instead of, you know, being, oh, wait, me and Goku can go Super Saiyan Blue Fusion and just beat this guy. But is like, no, this is my fight, blah, 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 this and that. I don't need to. I'm still the prince of all Saiyans. Blah, blah, get out of my he way, is. you idiot. I'm he's just the like, he's the what? prince of five people. Congratulations. Yeah, and that's all the Saiyans. Stop playing, Josh. Stop acting. I know. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not recognizing Saiyans. I'm not recognizing you as a ruler if you're if you're if you're uh people. Your people's like, been so basically if all the black I'm just gonna call it out all the black people die. If I start saying I'm the prince of black people and there's only four black people, I ain't the prince of the black people. No, well, who, gave, who gave you this distinction? Who gave you this honor? Also, oh, that's how you look at it because you don't know about King Vegeta's past. If you knew more about, no, no, I know, I know, I know Vegeta's family history. You, oh, you're, you're going on a bad example. example. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Who, who are you to claim this? Okay, that's fair. What are I your mean, achievements in life? That's fair. I, I guess that was a bad example. I guess I was just exactly. Trying to... The the point is, being the prince of all saints is dope, but there's six of you. That's not impressive, bro. Nah, that's not like, fair, Josh. That's no, fair. no, it is what it is. That. That's what it is. That's like Piccolo saying, go, I'm the king you're talking of about genocide, bro. There was genocide that, that day. Freezer. If anything, okay. like that's not fair, though, bro. Like you're basically saying because no. they got but, killed. No, that's that's so like saying I'm, so all the Wakandans die. Um, T'Challa's no longer the prince of Wakanda or the king well, of Wakanda. Well, well, R.I.P. to my boy Chadwick. T'Challa gone anyway. We're talking about the comics. We ain't talking about the damn Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, well, we're, if we're talking about the comics and, and every single member of Wakanda dies and it's just T'Challa, guess what? He's king of a dead nation. That's okay. irrelevant. Okay, but it's not just T'Challa. It's five of them. There's five Wakandans left. He's still king of a dead nation. Bruh, you just are evil. You just have such a dark no. mindset. <laughs> no, that's just... How are you going to run a country with Josh five people? Yeah. Were you, were you like you're your, using another bad example? He, he, there is no Wakanda with five people. If anything, I'm you, you, hang, hang on, let me finish. If anything, you should take the third approach at that case. Wakanda is not a country; it's the people. Because Asgard is not a place; it's the people. Okay, that's yeah. fine. And that's why Vegeta isn't a planet; it's the people. Cool, but he's not saying that. Bro, because he, he's not he living up to that mentality. Feelings. We don't talk about. I, I'm sorry. He's a bum. Oh, Either, my, my point is, it's a toxic relationship. Why are you detracting from the point? Because do you agree? Prince. Yes or no? I'm saying is Vegeta and Goku not a toxic relationship? No, it's, yes it's one sided no. toxic. It's one sided toxic. Yes, it's that's toxic still toxic. That's still to toxic. That's, that's not still toxic. toxic. Okay, that's fair. That's still I'm just toxic. Saying, I don't want Goku. Hey, to bro, you can you can treat you can treat your bro the best that you can, right? You can treat your bro the best that you can. But if he don't f with you, he don't f with you. Bruh. And he don't f with him, bro. On life, Vegeta f with him. They fuse together multiple times. That means nothing. That. That's crazy. That literally means oh, nothing. If I have so you're telling me 
That's see, that's the problem with the world nowadays. You just basically said the same reason why I don't like sleeping around with different women. I hate to bring some we're talking relationships. Like yeah. you're basically okay. just said because and I'm and I don't care. I'm gonna just say how I wanna say it so you understand. You basically said even though Vegeta and Goku have had sex, it doesn't matter. Just like how when wow. a man and a woman meet each other and have sex, it wow. doesn't matter. When that it shit doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, what I say this? But that's the problem with this fucking country. We keep. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's an issue. But it's an it's issue. not. It's, it's definitely not an issue. But but just just in your case, let's say it's not an issue, or, or it is an issue, right? Regardless of the fact, the only true requirements for fusion is a similar height and build slash power level. That's it. That's that's all you need. Those are the only requirements. You could absolutely dog shit hate that person, but as long as y'all are similar in strength. Build that's and that's crazy. it. That's, you, you literally, that is the only requirement. You're not that's wrong. I'll put it this way, right? Fusion. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way, right? Everybody has that that toxic ex that is fine as hell, right? Everybody has that, but I don't fine as hell, but cute. We'll I, cute. I mean, nah, because because to you, like me and you have had this conversation already. To you, somebody can be a nine or a ten. They don't mean they're nine or a ten everywhere. Damn, you're not capping. You were his right eye. All right, say what I said. Anyway, and you might go back to them for a one night stand or whatever, and be like, "Damn, why'd I do that?" Hey, you know that one? That's you know, you know know how many people do that? Toxic. I I don't. I've never slept or talked back to an ex other than say, "Hey." Good for you. Don't, don't, you, don't ever do a that. Don't ever do it. A lot That's of people a very do that. Common thing. That's the thing. That's the toxic trait from a toxic relationship. That sounds okay. like a one sided Vegeta relationship. You have you have to like well, both people have to be. What, what's the, both what's people don't have to be toxic. If one person what's treats the other like shit, then it's a shit relationship. So you know a movie I'm talking about with Taraji P. Henson in it, and both of them are shit people. That's a double toxic relationship. Oh, so you, know, you know exactly what movie I'm talking about. To me, yeah, it's called, not, um, not all acronym. of them have to be acronym. both people. Acronym. Yeah, yeah, that, um, both of them were toxic as fuck. But that's the thing. See, to me, that's a toxic relationship because both people are toxic. To me, both people don't have to be toxic though, bro. Think I about know, all the people. I, I hate to get super serious for a second. Hey, hang on, I, I hate to get super serious for a second. But think about all the people in relationships where they get beat to shit, right? I'm talking about just get dog stomped <laughs> and they can't <laughs> leave. That ass, but, but for real, like all all the people who go through physical and sexual abuse in relationships and shit. Think about them. And they don't leave because one, they're terrified, or two, because they're so in love with that person. They're like, it doesn't matter. They still love me. That's toxic as fuck. But it's not both of them. It's the fucking abuser. All right. Toxic all right. does not mean yeah. both of you have to be shit people. Yep. That when you say it like that, I guess I can't understand your mindset on it. But I just feel like, you know, with you, Josh, I'm gonna. I, I feel like that's that. I feel like that's that uh, inner. You, you just out in you defending BBZ. Because Goku's fine, done no but, wrong, but, but marry his wife, have a couple kids, and go out also, and try to find Also, you want to know another toxic relationship in DBZ? I'm really saying how she feels. Goku and uh, Gohan. That's a toxic relationship. No, no, that is toxic. Easy. No, he was a very, honestly, his parents he was, he was, very... He was an absent, he was an absentee father. And anything, Gohan's was a better father than Goku. I 100% agree with that. I, I 100% agree with that. And, and I understand Gohan's love for his dad because his dad's his role model. 
But if you look at that relationship objectively, Goku ain't do shit. He was there for his first four or five years of life. Right. That's dope. Yeah. I remember shit from when I was five. I mean, Gohan does because he's fucking traumatized. You getting shit capped out of him at five by aliens, right? That's why Gohan remembers being five and four and shit. But realistically, nobody remembers being that young. So if my dad was there for my first five years of my life and then he was in and out of because he kept dying saving the planet. I'm not going to have the best relationship with that dude. Also, he fed That's him crazy. to the wolves with Sal. Gohan was getting his shit kicked in for him. He was like, yo, this kind of sucks. Let me get mad. That was literally toying with that man. And uh, and, and shout out again to just like other media because watching it at DBZ at Bridge made that shit ten times as funny. I was like, yo, that's hilarious. But yeah, the point is that's that's a toxic relationship because he's just like, yeah, this is my son and I believe in him and blah blah blah. And then watches him get his shit kicked in. And then for a moment he's like, yo, was this was this a bad idea? Yes, Goku was bad. And then he gave Cell a sense of being. He gave Cell a sense of being. Honestly, can I be real with you? That's when I truly didn't like Goku as a father anymore. Is that one moment? Because, like, who puts, like, all right, my dad, we, all right, I ain't trying to get too deep, but one of your friends that you brought up to me recently technically was a bully of mine. Um, And my dad, we went over to this man's house to confront the bully. One of my friends? We'll talk about it another time, but I'm just going to say like that. Um, Because I brought that up because you wouldn't think he was a bully, but... Quote unquote, and if he's texting to me, um, all right, I got you, but basically, yeah. um, we went over there and we confronted the bully, um, right. And my dad didn't tell me, all right, go and put your gloves on, though. You finna go and fight this man. We confronted the issue with communication, we confronted the issue through talking. Um, we sat down, my dad did his presence thing. I did my presence thing of still like standing up like, hey, you bullying me, but I'm here at your house now to handle this. And that's basically what I thought, you know, good parenting was like, you know, because of bullying and whatnot. And we're still dealing with it today, especially cyberbullying. But now Goku, let's be real. Some people might be influenced by these characters we're talking about. So now I, I, say- I definitely had friends whose parents was like, yo, this is the bully. All right, bet. Beat his ass. I'm, exactly. I'm like, no. Exactly. That's not how that works. Your because child now, can't fight. I'm friends with your child. They're finna lose. Why would you do that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it just, I really hated, I dropped, I just dropped the name in the um, chat. I really hated um, just when he did that because that didn't need to happen like that, man. You didn't have to give the man a sense of being said was already strong as shit. Hey, he was a baller, bro. Watch you said what? 100%. Bum. Bum yeah. behavior. Yeah. Wait, friends, hello? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you, I thought, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I, yeah I uh, we used to be friends. Yeah. Okay. Hey, friends, hello? All right. Oh, cool. bum. Yeah. Mm mm. So. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, basically, I'm just going off that, like, I didn't like when he did gave him the sense of being. He didn't have to give the man the sense of being. That was I just, I just thought that was kind but, of wild, bro. Like, but if we're talking research purposes, if we're talking true, if anything, to be real with you, I think Goku, you got to remember Trunks just came back. 
Trunks just showed that in the future, Trunks was going to be a great young man growing up. Let's just forget the uh, same part. We saw that he was going to grow up to be a great, strong young man that could become right. stronger. And I think Goku, even though he doesn't think a lot and doesn't do a lot of thinking as a person that, you know, you know, on the father tip, I think he, I don't want to say got jealous or got, but there's something that got into him where he said, okay, I need to push my son a little bit harder. Because his son was already that's, smart as shit. That, that's whack, though, because featured Gohan raised Trunks. He taught Trunks everything he knew about fighting, how to be a dude, like how to be a man, how to go Super Saiyan, all that shit. That was Gohan. So with that in mind, and, and then, like, I just, all right, okay. All right. I, I don't get why Goku would, would take that. If, if, if what you're saying is true to an extent, I don't, I don't know why he would he would look at that and be like, yo, I need to do better when Gohan was was already on that tip. See, but you're talking, but you got to remember, see, when they added in the time factor, it's something about knowing the future that play. Like, if you saw your son, if your son, let's just do it like this. Your son came back from the, mm-hmm. from the future and came and I'm chilling, me, you, and Seth are chilling, and I got my son, you know what I'm saying? Let's just say I get a son and and he's five. Your son come back when he's what twenty, and he he yeah. you you you're still raising your son. Let's say because your son's technically still here. Let's say your son's about the same age as my son, four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, I see your twenty year old son, and I see he's a CEO of something. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna kind of be like, oh shit. So Josh is gonna do something right in the next fifteen years. Let me try and do something right in these next 15. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't already think I was doing things right, if I already mm-hmm. had, you know, because as a parent, you know, you have doubts on, am I doing this right thing for the child? Am I, am I doing yeah, this yeah, right thing? Am I doing this? Sure. So, but what see, if that right thing is just making sure our kids grow up together? See, but that's, see, that's the thing. I've already seen where your son went. So now I'm right. kind of in my mind. Like, now, like I said, this is biased. Goku probably didn't give a fuck about Trunks or nothing. But if we're going, that whole giving the sensu bean to Cell did kind of play into some, hey, I want my son to become stronger, stronger type shit, where Goku legit said he could have beat Cell. He said it would have probably... Yeah, I, re- I remember. He, it it would have fucked up. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 did he? Did he yeah, he said, no, he said something about... I thought he about, said he was going all out. Yeah, well, he, he said that, but he was saying, like, okay... Goku basically said he could have probably defeated Cell, but it would have probably, like, he was, like, basically referencing, I remember, I know what you're talking about. He basically was saying, oh, yeah, I went all out. I did everything I could, da 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 But, you know, Goku didn't tap into that. He really was moving fast. If you watch their fight, their fight was fast as fuck. It wasn't really powerful. It was more speed than power. Goku wasn't putting the power into his punches. He more so was putting speed into his punches. So... When it came to Gohan, Gohan was already faster than his dad. Probably, you know, easily. But his power wasn't up there. So, I don't know. Like I said, we're being biased. See, see, I don't know. This, this is where I'm going to have to stop you, right? Because mm-hmm. speed in DBZ is immediately equated to power level, right? Uh, because I you remember, like you remember the Ginyu Force? Yeah, you remember the Ginyu uh, Force and, and Burner? Bird. Yeah, Bird was like he's the fastest dude on the planet. And then Goku. And then a, a, bri- a bridge makes a really good joke about this, right? So uh, in a bridge, Jace is like, "Hey, Bird, 
because he has the accent or whatever. He's like, isn't speed equated to power level? And he's like, yeah. But isn't the captain stronger than you? He's like, yeah. So wouldn't that make the captain faster than you? He's like, yeah. And it's like, isn't Lord Frieza stronger than the captain? And you get the point, right? Because, again, I, I I recommend Dragon Ball Z Bridge to everybody. I actually like it now at this point more than the original show. Team Four Star did a phenomenal job with that. It's hilarious. You talking right? about you point is, in general? Just, just, just DBZ in general. Abridged is a better show than the original. All right, I got Because I, I, I don't know if it's the comedy or or the jokes or what, but I just, I just feel like the pacing's better in Abridged. Because again, they got to cut a lot of shit out because it's it's been out for years at that point or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 But yeah. But the point is, in, in DBZ, if you're if you're stronger than somebody, then by by default, you're faster than them. Okay, I mean you're not fully wrong, but I guess, like I said, the power scale in DBZ so is fucked up that Try at it. one point a- after Frieza is right. hot garbage. I'll <laughs> give you up until Frieza because they still kept mentioning it. But once Scouter stopped being a thing, which is at Frieza, hot garbage. I mean, I like the key reading, though. I feel like he should be read through energy. I feel like it should. I mean, you saw how Black Clover did it. Oh, because then you got the whole point where they're just sitting in a room staring in his face like, oh, my God, that's terrifying. He's so strong. Whatever you want to do. They need to get some form of uh, device to give us an idea of these power levels. They had one. They had one. They had scouters, and then they got rid but of I'm them. Saying, before Dragon Ball, I mean, before the, the Saiyan saga, like Dragon Ball in that first, what was there? Wasn't there? Well, the Saiyan art technically. Was they the had the punch art. machine. That was it. They only had the punch machine at World Martial Arts Tournament. Yeah, that, that was, was just a general estimate. That, and that was like I said. So we never really could, like, we never knew how strong Goku really was. We just knew he was strong as fuck. But when he, the nigga said, yeah, he, he just rolled punched it. Yeah. We was kind of like, and then they moment. broke. They started breaking the machine after that. Like I was like, right. well. I, I think the funniest thing to me that's trend like one of the things like you know there's a lot of slogans from anime that's transferred over time, but the one slogan that still stands is it's over nine thousand. Like yeah. that's a slogan that like you could say that almost in front of any, like a lot of people they don't have to watch anime and they're like I know what the fuck he's talking about. That's it's at that moment when go when he said that that's when all power scaling. You could say Frieza was really what did it, but that was the start. No, one hundred percent Frieza is what was, did it because they were like yeah. Frieza has a power level over a million, and after that, I was just like, all right, well, oh, yeah. really did they say a million for real? Yeah, I yeah, remember him going through the phases, and they kept talking yeah, about yeah, because because remember, uh, Goku after Ginyu was like one hundred eighty thousand, and then he went Super Saiyan, so it multiplied that by ten. Yeah, okay, yeah, I remember. Which so is why he was able yeah. to beat Frieza. So, to be fair, just because I've always wondered this, but I never, like, asked nobody or never even really looked into it. So, Super Saiyan was 10. Super Saiyan 2 was I, 50. I, I think they added 5 or 10 every time. No, it was 100. They doubled it. Yeah, they doubled yeah, it every so time. That one was 50 because I thought 2 was 50 and then 3 was 100. No, Because I used to look at I used to look at Super Saiyan 4 as level 2, like him, like 200 Gokus. That was basically how I used to look at Super Saiyan 4. So, I, I you think know, technically 4 would be I like a thousand or some shit. Some shit like that. Uh, it, it, it was weird. Okay, I mean, I'm, uh, look, no yeah. one knows the scaling. I just wanted to see. I, I, yeah, no one cares either. Like, after, <laughs> yeah, after Frieza, it's irrelevant. 
which is why DBZ power scaling is bullshit, and why the whole argument can he beat Goku go is dumb because then they try to bring actual math into it. All right, Seth. Well, you because if you, yeah, I want to ask a quick question because you you know you you was going on the fusion part, so you 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 know when it comes to this fusion and this power scaling, so you feel like two people confused and really and it and that still be toxic. So we're in the same mindset, the same body. We're literally you, moving. You can body. be in the same mindset for a moment, right? And agree to you have like the fusion lasts forever. It's thirty minutes. Yeah. Hey, Protor, it was supposed to. Let's be real now. But they were too strong, so it broke the concept, and then they retconned it after that. So okay. that's irrelevant, I'm, also. I'm just saying they were supposed to be stuck together forever, and they was ready. Yeah. For because so, there was a threat more important than their beef. You but also you said, remember right before that, Vegeta took a whole tattoo on his forehead to beat his ass. Yeah. Or did you forget that? Yeah, he did come back. That's toxic as fuck. Remember what he no, did at the well, World Martial Arts tournament? He was dealing, no, that's not toxic. That's mental health. He was dealing with mental health. That's so, not so, toxic. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So because health. he has mental health, so because he has mental health issues, he can't be toxic. Oh my god, yeah. this is this is an interesting yeah. topic. I gotta start. Yeah. start you can you can you can be toxic and have mental health issues. You can. Thank you. Now, I'm depressed. It, I it, 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 it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't take away from your mental health issues. You should get that looked out. You should like get a good group of people around you that genuinely care and about also, you. Also, Vegeta That's, doesn't have mental health issues. He has a fucking Napoleon complex. Okay, yeah, it is Napoleon Comp. But at the same time, hey, all right, all right. Tomato, tomato. We're moving on. Cause ah, we can be you're moving on because you're wrong. You're moving on because you're wrong. We're That's also moving is. on because we've been on Dragon Ball Z for about 25 minutes. That's why so, I said. So this, I want to go to a positive relationship. Can we talk This positive? was not supposed to be a two-hour podcast. It wasn't. So that's why I'm going to the positive relationship. Literally, right, the reason why I still have four relationships. I still have four. So that. Oh yeah, that's what's going on. You might as well. You better get them all summarized in one quick swoop. Um, but basically, yeah, summarized in one quick swoop. I, I only really. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. We still we we get we get the real stuff now. Whoa. Well, honestly, I only really wanted to do one. That's the whole reason why I wanted hey, to talk relationships. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of beautiful relationships. I've seen Naruto, Mary Hinata. I've seen, well, Neji and old girl are supposed to get together, but that didn't happen. I've seen Goku and Chi Chi. Hey, I've seen Luffy and Boa. Luffy loves Hancock, but he just he got other shit he need to do right now. Um, I've seen Mikasa and Aaron their relationship. Toxic. Um, that's just toxic. I guess that wasn't a good one, but it's it's beautiful to me in the in the essence of he really cares for her. At the end of the day, I know Aaron cares for Mikasa. Like, I know it. Ain't no any, question about. It. I, I not to interrupt you, but any relationship that starts with the two of you murdering somebody, regardless of reason, is not a good relationship. That's crazy because to me, that's when I thought they would be good together. That was the that's complete opposite to me. I thought that brought them together. I thought that was a beautiful. I mean, moment. yeah, it did, but that's not healthy. The fuck. Shit. I mean, bro, they were gonna die either way. They could have killed. I'm not. Him. I'm not saying they didn't have a good reason. I'm just saying that's not a healthy start to a relationship. So what? 
but they didn't have a okay. We'll that we'll get into that later. All right. Basically, I've watched a lot of anime, and I've seen a lot of relationships. The one relationship that gave that's still giving me hope for love is the reason I'm even pushing for love. The reason why I still think I can find my wife is because my boy Meliodas, Seven Deadly Sins, was held, held it down for this chick through every single, you know, all right, this is going to be a spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched Seven Deadly Sins, I need you to change to, you need to go five minutes forward right now. Right now. You get like two seconds. Or if you just okay, don't care, just stay with us. All right, stay with us though. But basically, my boy held it down for this one woman that was of, it was already a Romeo Juliet thing. He's a demon. She's a goddess. They're supposed to not like each other. That, but, that's hell, man. Uh, we, right. didn't, we didn't know that till, till three seasons in. That's why I said this is going to be a spoiler thing because season four is what really showed me the, the deepness of their love. Um, I didn't realize how many times she had to be reincarnated and how many times he stood by her side for each reincarnation. I didn't realize how much bullshit he had to put up with with his family to be with this woman and still trying to get them to understand that this woman is good. This woman is who he wants. She, let's go to her side. She literally died over and over and over again, not even knowing that she was dying over and over again. Granted, so that helped, but she still died over and over again. And she still, at the end of the day, even though the curse made it to where they would meet up with each other, like she held it down for him when she was young, old, middle-aged, different body, everything she died she she basically died for this man of more like multiple times i ain't gonna say how many times because i kind of want people to go see so when they see how many times she really died for him and how many times he watched her die you would think at one point melly because melly always got to the point where he got so fucking fed up he said fuck the seven deadly sins i want my woman and something about that is like I didn't get taught that when growing up. You don't get taught that growing up. Sometimes you got to say, fuck your friends for your woman. But that's really what he did. And it's not like it's always a good thing. I'm not saying you should say because your friends are just as important. But, you know, we get to a point in our lives where you have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, not always you're going to, like, if the best people, the luckiest people get a relationship where, you know, it was a girl that was cool with the friends and, Everything just flows like that. But even then, you start wanting alone time. You start wanting to be away from them. You start wanting to be with each other. So it comes to a point where you have to, like, develop a way to work relationship and friends. And Meliodas straight said, fuck it. And something about that, because I didn't think... Now, granted, Meliodas being a demon, I didn't think he was going to go... You know, I didn't think he was going to be too nice. But I didn't think, like, the way he just stood up for his woman. And as much as, like... You can call it toxic. You pro- some people probably like, it was toxic. But the way it all played out in the end, she came to him and said, look, I ain't trying to be with you if you're going to stay fuck everybody to be with me. And guess what he did? He said, my bad. I didn't know. I'm just tired of you dying. And he said, and she said, I saw good. Now get your head back on straight. And he got his head back on straight and fucking took down his daddy like it wasn't shit. And something about, but it was a mental fight. Like he had to mentally fight his daddy. And as a person that's had daddy issues and issues with family, not trusting relationships and everything like that, like it takes a lot to fight everybody for a girl that you truly believe can be the one. 
So, you know, granted, my last relationship wasn't the best. It didn't work out. But I was in a relationship for six years. And I, in that relationship, had to kind of do, maybe not to the same extent as Meliodas, but I had to fight. And when shit was good, Josh, shit, and Seth, shit was good. And I just, so when I see Meliodas and what he did, there's some moments, I'm, I mean, I'm glad I didn't go harder. You know what I'm saying? Because I'd look yeah. even more stupid. But there are moments I have where I'm like, damn, where could I have went harder at? Because Meliodas went the hardest. He straight up said, fuck everyone. I'll damn near destroy this whole planet to be with this woman. So that's why, like, for me, it's a beautiful relationship on their love was so strong. They literally, you know, we say, you say all the time, oh, we'll take on the world together. They really did it. <laughs> like, really did it. Like, without trying to spoil everything and everything, they took on the world together. And in the end, it worked like, you know what I'm saying? They had that happy ending. You know, yeah. so that's where I mean, as in he gives me hope because he went through hell and high water. You would meet like you would think like most people would break in the first season. And this nigga did it for four seasons <laughs> and years and years and years. I think he lived for 3000 years and had to deal with this ongoing love cycle for 3000 years just to find out. And I'm not this is without spoiling too much. There was a whole nother chick next to him. Loving him the whole 3,000 years. This man could have been left this, like, like, I mean, it's not like he didn't have choices. That's why I guess I'm saying, like, he could have just said, he could have just, just gave up at any point. And no one would have blamed him. Demons would have took him back home. He could have been king. Everything could have went normal. But he didn't. He kept going. And he believed in love. And, I mean, I know I've gone on this rant, but basically, I guess what I'm trying to sum up is, when you believe in love, when you truly believe in love, even if, like you said, Josh, you said shit can be toxic even if it's one-sided. So even if you know that that other side may not be on the same tip as you and you're in a toxic thing and you're like, what the fuck should I do and whatnot and da-da-da and da-da-da, there are cases where, yes, you do need to say fuck it and you need to leave stuff alone. There, you, you know when to say fuck it. You know shit happens where you're like, okay, this ain't right. But there are times. When you know that that person's genuine, but everything around them is what's really clouding their spirit, you got to fight sometimes, man. You really do. Because that's really why I feel, just getting deep with y'all, I feel that's why my relationship ended. I feel like I let external factors destroy a genuine person. Because Josh, I, like I've told you, um, everyone, when me and my ex broke up, everyone didn't believe we were broken up. They were like, oh, y'all going to get back together because of how she was. But once she started showing her true colors, um, everyone was shocked. No one knew her to be this, without being like rude, this this whole antagonist of a character. Because in my in my life story, she was an antagonist at, after she had ended. And no one expected her to become an antagonist. But the one thing, I, I wouldn't say I expected it, but when I started watching her hang with the freaking, um, all the antagonist characters, what 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 else can you do? You can only I can't I don't force nobody to do nothing. I wouldn't force anybody to do anything. I want everyone to live the way they want to live. And that's how Meliodas let his girl live. That's how Elizabeth lived. He let Elizabeth do what she wanted to do. He didn't force her. He didn't go chase after her every time she got reincarnated. He just stayed there and supported her through whatever, grabbed her titties and stayed humble. And like I said, they went through a lot of shit. 
but I really truly believe Meliodas and Elizabeth is a great prime example of a not maybe a great relationship, you know, where everything went right, but a relationship where if you fight, like you get counseling, you work on each other, you do things to try and get each like to make relationship work, it can work. Man, this man at the end became king, got kids, it was like going on a picnic. And and honestly, she's gonna probably die a regular death, and he's probably finna die a regular death. Like they might both grow old now because they both, you know, they broke the curse. But isn't that the end goal of love? Is to grow old and die with somebody that you truly love. Yeah. There we go. There yeah. we go. All right. Well, I thank y'all for giving me the time to do my rant. No one stopped me, so clearly I must have been saying some good things. So oh, I had no comment. Yeah, go, I mean, I mean, I didn't have I, a comment I, either. I've completely washed my hands of seven deadly sins. No. Yeah. Oh, dang, bro. Another one you don't fuck with? Wash. How many? For you to watch a lot of anime, there's a lot of anime you don't fuck with. That's just kind of the point. When you've seen over like 500 to 1,000. I say over 1,000, but I might be bullshitting, but it's definitely over 500. And it's probably closer to like eight or nine. But yeah, no, bro, I'm good. Okay. Well, I, 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 it's just, again, this is. I haven't why seen I Seven Deadly Sins or anything like that, so for me, it's just like. Yeah, I feel you on your part. I understand. Yeah. It is. Don't it is. put any type problem until it's over, bro. Because for a minute, I was like, yo, Seven Deadly Sins is on the uptrend. It might make my top 10. And then. Yeah, season two and three was pretty, pretty mild. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, bro. I am okay. It's gonna really held it down for them seasons for me. Keep it in the book, absolutely. Uh, but Seth, you, you say you had four of them. We, we can talk about some of those. I'm only gonna touch on two. Uh, the two two of them I was gonna mention were uh, Slice of Life that y'all haven't really seen. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but they're short Slice of Life, so we can touch on that another day. They're each twelve episode anime, and they're completed, right? And so. Okay. We could touch on that another day after I get y'all to watch a couple slice of lives and stuff like that. So we can touch on those two another day. But the two that I wanted to talk about were actually bromances. And like, obviously I could say Austin, you know, right? Or Mm -hmm. like, I'm surprised y'all didn't mention uh, Naruto Sasuke or whatever, right? I don't, I don't, I don't Honestly, feel that's like too easy. That's that why I didn't do it. Yeah, that's it's easy. easy. It's easy. It's that's easy, which easy. is why I wasn't going to mention it, right? Long-hanging, toxic fruit is yeah, what yeah. that is. But one that I was going to mention that's I feel like is a healthy, then went sour, and then is healthy again relationship is from Mad Guy, and it's Aladdin and Alibaba. Oh, uh, my boys. That is that is a bromance to strive for, right? Like they Alibaba went through a lot in his life. And mm-hmm. Mag uh and Aladdin accepted all that. Aladdin just wanted a friend and he wanted somebody that he could entrust his power to and was looking for his king candidate. And he found Alibaba and learned everything about him and everything like that and was like you're you're my guy and josh i know you've seen it so you can comment on it and stuff like that but that's 
I just love their relationship. And if you watch Magi, you'll understand that what they have is a very good thing. Yeah, uh, uh, it was a really good anime. I remember watching it a couple of years ago. I, I was still in Troy at the time. Um, I read the manga because the anime, unfortunately, will not be finished. Yeah. Um, it deserves uh, the, a season three yeah. so much. Uh, I agree. Uh, the spinoff Sinbad will also be not getting another season. Yeah, I know. Damn you, Netflix. Netflix be bumming me out, bro. But, uh, yeah, uh, Aladdin and Alibaba's relationship is really dope. Uh, Alibaba, again, has been through a lot in his childhood, and, and he's lost friends because of that. Um, so when when there's an opportunity for him to reunite with a friend, it, it strains his relationship with uh, Aladdin. And then the friend ends up being an, an antagonist, obviously, because that's the way anime works. But uh, Alibaba and Alibaba has to make a decision about where his loyalties lie. And I, and I just feel like their, their, their developing relationship is really dope. Um, and they separate in season two because they have to go and follow their own paths. And I think that helps build a relationship a lot because uh, what happens towards the end of season one. And uh, after that, you know, when, when they meet back up and they're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, and this is what I've learned since then. And we need to, you know, fight together to accomplish our goals. And I'm like, yeah, that's a really great way to handle everything that happened and freeze his spirit right correct me if i'm wrong yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it does um and the 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 other one that i was gonna just touch on here briefly right is from haiku and i'm currently doing a doing a rewatch with a friend uh even though i Mm -hmm. watched it recently just because i was like watching some like highlights or like uh like youtube clips from haiku or whatever on on, on YouTube, and it just gets me hype every single time, but it's Hinata and Kagayama. That relationship started off toxic, right? It did. They did not like each other, right? But then, Kagayama got through some personal issues and things like that. Hinata helped him, pushed him to grow and move forward, right? And then, their relationship turned healthy, and it's more of a bromance now. And then, on the court wise, Hinata pushes Kagayama and Kagayama pushes Hinata. They want to outdo each other so bad. There's a moment in season four where there's a, a pass that's really close to the net. And Kagayama doesn't think he can set it. But Hinata jumps before he but before Kagayama even gets to the ball. And is basically mentally saying to Kageyama, you're going to get this to me, right? You're going to pass me the ball. I trust you. I know that you're going to. And Kageyama realizes that and gets Hinata the ball, regardless of the situation or how bad the pass was or anything like that. And Kageyama, and, and Hinata gets the point. And both of them get hyper whatever, right? And Kageyama just like smirks at Hinata. And Hinata is like, why are you looking like that? Why? And Kageyama is thinking in his head that I, you scored that because of me. But then he says with a smirk on his face, nice kill. And Hinata is, is, is like, why? 
don't don't say that to me with that smirk on your face. But it, I love their relationship because because they're they're bros at the end of the day, but they're also teammates and rivals, and they push each other to be better and everything like that. And so, it's okay to have a little toxicity in there, right? Because they do get toxic at times with each other. Like they'll like punch each other and and throw each other around and stuff like that. And they'll talk trash to one another. But at the end of the day, they push each other to be better than what they are, than what they started off as. And I think every day that they are together, they become a better person. And you can see that. And if you have not seen Haiku and you think, I'm not going to like this show because I don't like volleyball. You do not have to like volleyball to like haiku it is the team building aspect it is the like if you've ever played sports any sport at all even for a season you understand the camaraderie the camaraderie that goes into teams and that is between the relationships of the uh, of the different players and y'all become friends at the end of the day and there can be tosser relationships on that team sure but it, at the end of the day, y'all have one goal, and that's to win. And y'all will come together for that one goal, uh, regardless of differences. And that can be a beautiful thing at times. Yep. Um, okay. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I haven't seen Haiku, but... You oh, know. you need to watch it. Oh, I can't wait for this voice anime episode. I can't either. I can't either. I just want to touch on that a little bit because because at some point we're going to have like a full-on sports anime episode. And that's – we're going to touch on uh, the one that you've seen, Zoe, uh, Prince of Tennis. Mm-hmm. We're going mm-hmm. to touch on Diamond No Ace, one of my favorites. We're going to talk touch on Haiku. Uh, we're going to touch on uh, Kirk and a Basket. And I'm pretty sure we could touch on Blue Lock. Have you read Blue Lock, Josh? Blue Lock? Uh, uh, soccer. Soccer manga. Oh, no. The only the only soccer anime I've seen is uh, got Inazuma 11. Well, it's not an anime yet. It's getting an anime soon, like next okay. year. Well, the, the only... So- okay, so let, let me correct myself. The only soccer-related anime slash manga media that I have consumed is in the Zoom I live. Okay, that's fair. Okay. No, but... but I, I've, I've seen, like, uh, volleyball, swimming, uh, basketball, obviously. I've heard free is really good. Swimming. I enjoy free. Free definitely plays up to, like, that uh, bromance slash uh, yow stereotype, but free, free is dope. I like free. But yeah, um, I think that just about does it for today's episode. Zoe, do you want to do our um, little mental health checkup? Because, well, actually, because we talked about quick. like healthy and toxic relationships. Yeah, real quick, I guess, honestly, since we talked, you brought up Naruto and Sasuke, they did have a moment. And it honestly, I guess it could play into the mental health, too. Um, For all my folks, you know, I don't know if everyone's kept up with Boruto. <clears throat> a lot of shit going on. Um. We don't really know, and I stopped reading the manga after Karama died, because I want to, I don't, well, right now they're finna go on an arc that has nothing to do with the manga, anyway, so, 
I've been following Boruto with the anime anyways. And honestly, the anime, to me, has been more interesting than the manga because there's been a bunch of arcs that weren't even in the manga. So I'm kind of just interested in where they're going. But basically, you know, spoiler alert for, you know, everyone knows Karama died, but we're starting to have to see what we're going to do about Boruto because we realize he's got, we'll call it disease right now. And it possibly could either kill him or hurt the village. So basically, a lot of people been pressuring Naruto because he lost to Karama. They're like, "Yo, what you gonna do about your son?" Um, and Naruto and Sasuke had like a personal moment at the top of the village, which was really beautiful because it was at the top of the village, um, where Naruto's basically trying to figure out what he's gonna do with his son, and Sasuke came up to him and said, "Hey, I'll kill your son. You feel me? Just so you don't have to do it." And Naruto got really pissed. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't seen Naruto get pissed at Sasuke. It was different from when they were kids. He get pissed at Sasuke because, you know, he was better or they were friends having a friend. This was on some, you say you're gonna kill my son like he grabbed him by his chip, like his neck. And I don't know, they had that moment of like true brotherhood. Like Sasuke's over here literally, and no one's with Naruto in this moment. Like Naruto's been dealing with this. I don't even think Hinata knows about the Boruto thing. And she, he's just been dealing with this all himself. The only person he truly talked to on, like, the feeling of it was Sasuke. And Sasuke kept it real with him. Like, Sasuke was like, bro, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just, if anything, Sasuke literally told Naruto in that moment, you know I'm your best friend, right? And as your best friend, me having to probably take care of your son for you falls under that. And I don't know. I feel like it just playing into that, that was their relationship. You can call it toxic, you can call it healthy. At the end of the day, they got each other's back. And I think if we can all start having, you know, I ain't going to say have everyone's back, everyone. But if we can all start looking out for each other more and really thinking about our decisions before we make them, you know, I'm not going to tell everyone to, you know, live their lives how they should based off society, based off of what they think's normal, what's not normal. But I will say if we start thinking about our decisions more and think about, because at the end of the day, you, gotta, you only can live for you. You know what I'm saying? You only can live for you. But there are people in your corner. Don't always think that everyone's not in your corner. Don't always think the whole world's against you. Sometimes, yeah, people don't communicate. As you heard, there's anime out where a girl literally has communication disorder. So you have to remember, not everyone knows how to communicate everyone. But don't always just push everyone away just because you feel like no one's in your corner. If someone legit is checking on you, if somebody legit is trying to make sure you're all right, if they're there just to talk to you, if they're there to tell you that they'll, shit, handle your situation for you, I would consider that person a genuine person in in your life. And I think don't, I guess what I'm trying to go with all this is don't ruin relations because of past things that have happened to you. I recently had a situation like that happen, and after talking with a few folks, I realized you can't let past relations ruin future relations. So right. remember, remember the past is the past. The future is what matters. I, I agree with that, but I, I also want to talk to the people who are who are still holding on to relationships like that, and and they haven't really improved. It's it's okay to give up on somebody, um, because you can't help people who don't want to be helped, right? And and as a kid, I I really had to learn this the hard way because for the longest time. I was a therapist of the friend group, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and that 
and th- and that cost me a lot of stuff that I didn't know about, and because of that, I gr- I grew to resent those friends, and I lost some and I lost some relationships because of it, and 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 I was so focused on making sure everybody else was happy that I was ignoring my own mental health. Because of that, I went through depression in college, and I and I had it for a very long time. And I didn't know it, and then I had and then I still had to deal with it once I found out what it was and what it was doing to me inside my own head. So, I, I understand that sometimes you feel like you have to be the savior of the group. I understand that you feel like it's your responsibility to protect everybody's feelings. But eventually it's not. Because you, you, ha- you have to realize that you can't save everybody. And not everybody is worth saving. And, and the sooner you acknowledge that. And the sooner you realize that sometimes you have to do what's best for you, which means let go, the better. Because if that person isn't doing the same thing for you, why are you friends? And and I hate to dampen the mood, but I just I just want to let you know that it is okay for one not to be okay, and two that know someone's not okay, and that whatever you're doing isn't working because they choose to ignore it. And to let go, because eventually you have to let people stand up on their own two feet. You, you have to believe in that person that they have the strength to get up and do something themselves because they refuse to allow you to help them. So, so with that in mind, you know, be safe. You know, talk to people if you need help. And, and, and if you feel like you can't go to those people... Then you know there are, there are hotlines you can go to. There 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 are there are chat sites. There's so many. Hell, hit me up. I ain't, I ain't doing shit most days. If if you're going through a lot, and and you feel like you you don't have anybody else to talk to, you know, um, hit up hit up the uh, Twitter, right? Uh, you can you can find me at my uh, my own profit on Twitter, right? There's an underscore in there somewhere. I think it's my underscore own profit. Yeah. Yep. You know, hit me up. Yeah, hit me up at my underscore on profit on on Twitter, or you can hit up the uh, the uh, podcast Twitter, and I'll get to you as soon as I can. Right? One, one of us three will get to you. you. One of us. Three yeah, one of one, one of us will get to you. If you feel like you have absolutely nobody else and you're listening to the podcast, well, we're here for you, bro. Because we might um, be young, but we've all been through a lot of shit. And yeah, I, I I feel like age doesn't factor into experience anymore. Because cause the world the world's a lot different now. World's well, a lot just, different. Yeah. So so that if you don't take nothing else away from this episode, you know, it's it's okay to let go, but it's also okay to you know to try and reach out. Like that's because that's what Zoe's getting at, and I I just wanted to let you know that the reverse is also true, right? Like yes, being yes. being toxic is not an excuse. Like like for for whatever like because some people think it's cute and shit and they're like oh I, I want to date you know a girl that does all this or I want to date a guy that does this this and this and and that and, that, and those t- those traits are toxic as fuck bro that, that's that's not okay like like oh I want I want somebody who fights with me all the time who hits me and this shit like that or or who ignores me and blah 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 I don't want you to pick up the first time I call you and shit like that that's weird bro stop being weird that's a red flag. Like, uh, like, recognize what a red flag is and recognize it's okay to distance yourself from people who protrude these red flags. Because they're not, they're not asking for help and you're giving it. 
and, and they're ignoring it continuously, then that's on them. Because, yep. again, you can't save everybody. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's a good place to wrap this up. You can follow Relationships. Me. You can follow me on Twitter at C3Smooth. You can follow Zoe on Twitter at WhatAboutZoe. Again, you can follow Josh on Twitter at my underscore own profit. And you can follow all three of us on our podcast Twitter at uh, OtakuCollectPod on Twitter. And reach out to us if y'all ever need anything or anything like that. Just know that we love y'all. Uh, sets up a, uh, we are sets up six episodes in right now. Could not get that out. Uh, but there's going to be many more to come. And we hope that y'all stick for the journey. Uh, love y'all. And have a great day. Nah, you didn't say it. Say it. Say it. Hey. Peace out, you bunch of otakus. <laughs>